The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jimmy Stafford is a musician and songwriter who is an original member of the Grammy Award-winning band Train from its inception in 1994 until he parted ways with the band in 2016. His unique style of guitar playing helped give Train its distinctive sound. And he's with us here just now. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here because that guitar sound really is and was the signature of train isn't it oh man uh you know i i uh, thank you for saying that but uh i would have to disagree and say Mm -hmm. that it was it's the voice of uh singer pat Pat monahan i mean you hear that voice and right away you know it's train you know i don't know if that holds so true with uh the guitar the guitar stuff especially in the later albums when uh there wasn't as much uh of the guitar in the in the later songs yeah so how did you first get involved with the band three of the original members of train were in a previous band together uh called the apostles uh an la band and we we did all right uh we had a record deal but the record didn't do well and the band uh broke up and then a few years later um one of the members, uh, former Apostle members, uh, rang me up. Uh, he was living in San Francisco and had started a new project with Pat Monahan, and they invited me up to San Francisco. Uh, so I joined up with them, and then we uh, we brought on our bass player uh, from the old Apostles band, uh, and he had been playing in a band with uh, drummer Scott Underwood, and he brought him along. What would you say is your favorite Train song? Oh man, that's hard. That's really hard. I mean, you know, I have many favorites and for different reasons. Uh, I mean, you know, a song like Drops of Jupiter uh, changed changed our lives. Uh, you know, that was our first invitation to the Grammys um, and we won. <laughs> and it was, uh, I mean, everything changed after that song. Uh, yeah. And it, you know, it, it never got old performing that song. Like, it's just a great song. Mm. And it, it's, uh, and I think it's still... Uh, stands up, you know, when you hear it on the radio, it's, it's like, wow, it's, it's, it's still a good song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, that's, you know, that, that, but, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite. It just, uh, it, it changed the band's career from that point on. And it changed, certainly changed my life. Um, 
you know, as as well as uh, like Hey Soul Sister. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as a song, you know, if I'm being critical, uh, it, I, I don't think it's near the song that Drops Jupiter was, but that song, mm-hmm. uh, I think it just crossed the one billion plays <laughs> on, on Spotify. And I just received a diamond uh, record plaque for wow. that song. I mean, that song... You know, the band split up, or, or I guess we just took a break for a few years while Pat did a solo album in, I think it was 2007. And when we regrouped in 2009, uh, you know, we weren't really sure if people were still interested in the band. Yeah. Um, so that song, Hey Soul Sister, kind of relaunched Train uh, in a big way, a real big way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it did incredibly well, because I think... Was it the second best-selling single in the U.S. in 2010? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it was uh, it was crazy, and we were invited back to the Grammys again, and we won another one. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that song kind of, uh, you know, but but again, I wouldn't put it on my favorite Train songs list. I, you know, yeah. I prefer a lot of the deeper cuts. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I still am fond of a song called "I Am" off of the debut album, or off the Drops of Jupiter album uh, you know a song like mississippi uh or uh uh hopeless um you know and then uh, so i I, even off the third album the one that has a song called calling all angels that was a big single for us um i mean that album's got a song on it called you're every color that i just uh i still uh, those are the songs that if i was going to go back and listen to old train records I'd, I'd probably skip over the hits because you hear those enough. Yeah, um, there's there's some really good deep cuts on those albums. Yeah, and you mentioned that Drops of Jupiter still sounds good today. So either it stood the test of time, or music hasn't changed much. I'd hope it's the former. Yeah, I think it's the former. Because um, <laughs> music has changed a lot, um, and I, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of of music, uh, mm. obviously. But I mean, I love all the new stuff that's going on. Uh, I have two young daughters, yeah. uh, and I have them with me every other weekend. And uh, I mean, we listen to the hit station around the like the mm. current hit station around the house on Pandora. Uh, do you guys have Pandora over there? Don't you? I don't know. It doesn't ring a bell. It's a streaming. It's a streaming service over over here um so but we listen to like today's hits and i love everything that's going on i mean the you know i love harry styles you know um i love billy eilish uh you know and there's just so much cool like halsey i really like halsey um there's just some really cool uh you know stuff going on right now that uh you know, I'm I'm trying to learn a little bit uh, yeah. from and adapt some of it into my own songwriting. This is a terrible question, but I want to know the answer. Why is the band called Train? It's funny. When Rob and Pat called me to join them up in San Francisco, they'd only been together for like a month, but it was kind of... Yeah. Rob's conception uh, yeah. and you know just ironically he was the first member of the band um, to depart mm. uh, after the uh, Drops to Jupiter album after only two albums but Rob had this conception of the band being kind of more like the Eagles where like we would all sing yeah. there wouldn't be like a lead singer and Pat was actually a drummer so when we started uh, acoustically, just Rob, myself, and Pat, Pat was playing like little, you know, percussion and a little uh, kick drum, you know, and Rob and I would play guitars and we'd each take turns singing songs. 
Um, but that progressed into Pat being uh, the singer. But along with Rob's conception of the band, when I was invited up there, he already had a name for the project and it was called Trained. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the name. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but I grew, it, it grew on me uh, and, and it ended up being a good name. But uh, he really, I've heard him answer the question in, in interviews before and he would say, it was actually not a really good answer, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, he, but he would say that the name just came from, he heard a interview with uh, the singer of Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh. And he had said in the interview that there was nothing romantic about America anymore. Mm. And Rob thought trains are romantic. <laughs> <laughs> we should call the band train. So that was kind of his, uh, I, you know, his, where he came up with the name from it. Like I said, it grew on me. And when you think about it, there's a lot of names that like when you very first heard them, you're kind of like, huh, is you too? Is is that like a good name? You, you too. You know, when I first heard that, I was like, what? Who are these guys? But I love the name now, even like the police. Mm. Like, really, you're going to call your band the police? Yeah. Um, but it, it worked. <laughs> yeah. I suppose maybe it's a good thing to have a simple one syllable name. Yeah. Uh, you know, I suppose it is. Um, but then again, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the Beatles, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> Oasis, like there's so many great Radiohead. Yeah. Like, yeah I don't, and I don't know if you can tell the Smiths. The Cure, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can go on and on, but um, yeah. and I don't know if you can tell by my answers there that I'm a huge fan of uh, of uh, UK music yeah. and and bands. Um, I mean, going way back. I mean, starting with the with the Beatles and going up through like you know Led Zeppelin and the '70s mm-hmm. stuff, Elton John, The Who, and even to today's music, Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> Although Harry Styles seemed to have a weird accent at the moment, so yeah, what's up? He's quite British. <laughs> is he? Is he British? He is British, but he must have spent a lot of time touring around the world, and maybe has picked up different things. Yeah, you know, speaking of him, I just saw a video like a week ago of him when he first auditioned on The X Factor yeah. with Simon Cowell and, and those guys. And he uh, auditioned with a very bad version of, of a train song, Hey Soul Sister. Oh, wow. Did you, did you see that video? I probably have at some point, actually. Yeah, Google it. Like when, you, when we're done with the interview, if you just look up uh, Harry Styles, uh, Hey Soul Sister, and it'll come up. And uh, fortunately, they gave him a second try mm. uh, on the audition and he sang a Stevie Wonder song and he did much better on that song. <laughs> well, and he got the gig. Yeah. <laughs> Does that suggest anything about your songs or is it more to do well, with luck? You know, it's funny. Uh, Pat sings in a range mm. that's very difficult to, to sing along with. You know, like even even me as a band member, like, uh, you know, as a former band member, people will ask me to play a, play a train song or something mm. on my guitar. I can play it on the guitar for you, but I can't sing that. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'd have to sing it like an octave lower or something. But I've even heard uh, contestants on uh, like America's Got Talent. Um, you, are you aware of that show over there? Yes. I think, I think you have your own version. Yeah, we do. But, um, yeah, but I've heard contestants do Drops of Jupiter on that show. And they always kind of get slammed by the judges. Mm. Like I remember the first time I saw somebody do it on that show, uh, one of the judges was like, 
why did you choose that song? Like, mm. it's such a difficult song to sing, and you know, like, and you just made it really hard on yourself. <laughs> I suppose maybe some people want to try and go for a difficult song to show that they're really good, and then it completely yeah. backfires. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think you're right. Yeah. Now, from your time in train, are you able to pick out one or two highlights? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could, you know, of course I could name, I'll never forget walking on stage uh, to accept that first Grammy that we won for Drops Jupiter. Yeah. And, you know, we were, we were in a pretty tight, uh, we had some tight uh, competition for that category of best, best song. Um, U2, uh, oh. Coldplay was up for their new hit. Uh, cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yellow, um, Matchbox 20, and Aerosmith were also in the up for best songs against us. And I thought for sure uh, Coldplay was going was gonna to win for Yellow. But anyways, when we won, I'll never forget walking out onto the stage and you too was sitting right in the front row. Wow. And, uh, you know, I was at the time, well, I still am a huge fan, but I was a real big fan back then. And uh, I remember walking out and just staring at those guys and Bono looked at me and gave me a thumbs up. Yeah. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And whenever I've retold that interview, that, that story in interviews, uh, when Pat's around me in the interview as well, <laughs> Pat had a really good comeback to, to my story. He would say, yeah, that was Bono saying, you can have this one. And we're going to take all the rest. <laughs> and they did. They they won a handful of uh, Grammys that night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, after you left Train, you went back home and discovered all these songs that were half written that you wanted to kind of finish. Were these songs written during your time in Train or even earlier than that? My solo debut album really was a result of songs that were it came from songs that were written for train um you know hey soul sister 
was really the first uh, time that Pat like um, wrote uh, a song that was that successful with other writers that weren't the band members. And it, it worked so well that he kind of wanted to keep doing that um, after that. Um, so he, I mean, the band kind of stopped writing as a band uh, yeah. at that point. I mean, there would be maybe a song or two on each record that that had band credits on it. Um, and Pat would always come to us uh, during the time when, you know, we're about to, you know, we're writing for a new album. Do you guys have anything? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would, uh, you know, I always was writing on my own and trying to come up with ideas uh, that maybe, you know, Pat would find interesting because, you know, the bottom line is Pat's the singer and he's going to write the lyrics and he's not going to write lyrics to anything that doesn't inspire him to write lyrics to, you know? Mm. So, I mean, I would play him songs, you know, my song ideas. Um, and of course, none of them had lyrics because I don't want to, you know, then he definitely isn't interested in the song. <laughs> you know? So I would I would play on my my music ideas and uh, they just, you know, they didn't get used um, mm. and they had no lyrics or melody written for them. So those are the songs that I revisited after I left the band and uh, and said, well, hey, I've got these ideas here. I don't think they're that bad. Um, they just need some lyrics and a melody. Um, which wasn't really my my forte, so I I uh, you know I, I experimented and I came up with some lyrics and melodies for a group of songs, and I I, uh, I thought they were good enough to maybe just put out there, so I did. Yeah, how does your songwriting now compare to the style of Train musically? I mean, I don't think it compares much at all to the current style of of Train songwriting. Mm. Um, I think maybe some of the older Train fans from the first four albums or so uh, might hear some similarities to maybe some of the older Train or maybe some, you know, sound in some of the guitars. You know, I don't always write my songs Mm. based around guitar. Um, I get bored with the guitar, you know, because I'm so familiar with the instrument that as a songwriter, when I pick up a guitar... I just tend to go to the same chords, you know, and, and it's it's boring. Um, so a lot of times I'll 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 maybe start with a drum beat, you know, I'll find a drum sample or uh, you know, or just a cool drum beat in my head, and I'll program, the, you know, what I'm hearing, and maybe I'll work uh, a bass groove into that, mm. and then maybe play a piano part or or some synths or something. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm like a, a big uh, British music fan. Yeah. Um, like I love Depeche Mode lately. Mm. I've been listening to a lot of Depeche Mode and and Cure and Smith. Yeah. And I, you know, I I uh, I'm, I really like I I like incorporating those styles into my style yeah. uh, of writing, which really is uh, is is kind of far from Train. Do you deliberately try and make it different from Train, or do you try not to worry about that and just write what you want to write? Yeah, that, I do that. I don't think about I don't think about anything um i mean sometimes i'll sit down and be like i want to write like a depeche depeche mode style of song uh mm-hmm. and i'm currently uh finishing up a new album <clears throat> and there's a there's a song on there that i was like i wanted to write a depeche mode type of song and i think i pulled it off maybe too yeah. much hope i don't get sued um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i mean you know at the end of the day 
you try to do that and it never turns out sounding, you know, like Depeche Mode because yeah. I'm, I'm not Depeche Mode. Mm. Um, it sounds it sounds like me. Um, so, but it's, uh, it's fun to, to think like that. Like what would Depeche Mode do here? (laughs) You know? Um, and of course, you know, it's different, but, uh, but you might hear some, you know, you, when you, when you hear the song, you might be like, oh, that's the song he's talking about right there. Yeah. So what are all the things that you're working on at the moment? You've just mentioned that you're writing an album. I'm always writing an album. (laughs) I've, you know, here's the thing. I'm not. I, I'm not doing music these days to try and be successful at it anymore. I feel like I've kind of been there and done that and had my 15 minutes of fame, uh, which was actually turned out to be 23 years. Um, <laughs> and that was great. And I loved every minute of it. And I'm uh, I'm very proud of it. Um, but that was then. And, I, you know, I'm not going to do that again. I don't even want to do that again. There were, there were parts of doing that that were a lot of hard work. Um, and a lot of it I enjoyed. I enjoyed the traveling. I enjoyed performing live all around the world. And I enjoyed making records. And then there's the stuff that's more like business-like that I didn't really enjoy too much. You know, like interviews, Toby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and like photo shoots. Oh, I hated photo shoots. And mm. like making videos. Uh, even like certain television appearances I, I enjoyed it if we were just performing because then i just treated it like a live performance but sometimes you had to like i don't know be part of a tv show or something and there's just some you know i i, I don't want to do any of that stuff again i mean all the promotional stuff all the radio shows we had to do yeah. that, was a lot, that was a lot of work you know we we would do that stuff every day and uh you know, I'm just not interested in that mm-hmm. anymore. I'm all, all I'm doing is writing songs, uh, recording them, yeah. uh, mostly on my own, and putting them out there. Yeah. I'm not. I'm doing very little promotion. I mean, I do have a mailing list and a website, which is JimmyStaffordMusic.com, um, and I have uh, you know like some social media pages uh, where I'll promote you know a new song or a new album when it comes out, but. I've quietly, you know, semi-quietly released seven albums since leaving the band in 2000, early 2017. Um, mm. And the one that I'm currently working on would will be my eighth release. Um, and I'll probably have it out in January. And, and of course, you know, I, I always feel like my newer, newer albums are the, are the better ones just because I'm, I'm growing uh, as a writer, mostly as a lyricist, uh, and I'm a big fan of melodies, which is why I like all that 80s UK music. Um, great melodies. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm just, I'm learning. And I'm learning the recording process of doing it on my own. You know, I always worked in, in big studios with producers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always had a production-minded uh, view of things and, and, you know, knew what was going on and stuff. But doing it yourself is um is you know it's different and so i've uh, i think i've gotten better at it with each album um as i think i've gotten better at crafting my songs and my melodies and my lyrics yeah well where are all the places that we're able to keep up to date with you and find all your music 
Well, you can start with the website, which I mentioned, uh, jimmystaffordmusic.com. Um, and that has links to everywhere. If you want to find me on Instagram, I think it's all jimmystaffordmusic. Or, or Jimmy, you know, Instagram's jimmystaffordmusic. Uh, Facebook, you know, I had a, a band page mm. on Facebook and it got it got hijacked oh. by, by somebody in Taiwan. <laughs> Uh, and it was a verified music page and everything, and it, it got taken over. So Facebook, uh, you know, deleted, got rid of it. But so now I don't have a band page. <laughs> um, I just, I just have a personal Facebook page. I don't really like Facebook much, anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, and I'm on Twitter. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's you know, I mean, that's it. Um, my email, all that stuff can be found on the website. Well, many thanks for joining us on the show today. It's been great to talk to you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Toby. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.